Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They say the meek will inherit the earth. We say the nerds are already in control. Welcome to the Fracking Nerds, episode number 56. Today on this uh, pretty nice weekend that we've got going on here is uh, El Rock. Hi, diddly ho, viewers, and, uh, listeners, from, from the whatever. S- Skypipe uh, hotline is uh, Robbie Longo, which the last time we heard from him, he was, uh, he was about to get cut off from the Game of Thrones broadcast. So... <laughs> Robbie yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no sway today. He apparently would like to wrestle more than do a podcast. Actually, you know, we've already we've already we've already busted that because when uh, ETV was here, he just kept calling him Rudy. So we had to uh, his identity. His mask was revealed. And it's his, heat, bro. Yeah. Heck, I called him Rudy by mistake last week. Come on. <laughs> I do, too. That's how I know it's him just by. what it is. <laughs> like blame Facebook. I know it's Dave. It's his gimmick name. <laughs> but then we just have ETV feuding with someone who the same name has the same name he does, and we can't have that. All right, the big things that are going to be going on this week is Comic Con. Did you guys get your tickets for that? Oh yeah, yes. yeah, they just arrived in the mail yesterday. Now, see, I no, actually, I can't. I'm not going. <laughs> I, I put myself when the last one ended, and they said, "Oh, sign up for the new uh, way we're going to handle it." So I did and signed up, and I got my email. And then one, I forgot about it, but I hear that it didn't matter because I guess the systems were locked up as soon as you tried to get on to the, of course, the website. Because none of these people actually put in extra extra servers for the load balancing. No, so, no, yeah. they're like, what? It's popular. We we never expected yeah. that. It's, it just all of a sudden crashed. So yeah. yeah, unless you were just like got that millisecond of popping in right when it went up, uh, your luck of getting on was uh, ill. So, but I mean, then again, all you're probably going to do is stand in line for hours upon hours to see a, you know, 20 minute uh, roundtable discussion and maybe two minutes of a clip from an upcoming movie. Deal. (laughs) (laughs) Would you guys ever go out to Comic-Con? If I had the money and the time, absolutely. I'd love to go. I mean, because the biggest challenge is one, getting tickets two, getting a hotel room within the area in this san diego comic-con or new york comic-con okay san diego Diego. yeah because i know that's by far the bigger one yeah more popular now is new york comic-con is that also associated with uh the uh figures and toys Uh, i always think no i don't think so i always think of that associated with like wizard or whatever but i don't i want to say no but i look it up uh, and and i know here in louisville next week we will be having our own fandom fest two weeks is, well, the I mean, 20, not, not, is not tw- this weekend, but the following weekend. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. We'll be doing a fandom fest. 26th to the 28th. Yes. Should be sweet. Yes. Now, Robbie, are you going out to that? I know Rock is working, and he's going to be out there. Myself included, I'm not working. I actually pay. <laughs> I, I I had no intention to go. Okay. 
<laughs> Doesn't mean you're not. You love your though. couch, don't you? Yes. <laughs> and it loves me back. Yes, it does. <laughs> now the only thing is, is uh, I. I don't. I'm not an autograph hound, and nor do I feel like I need to get a picture with somebody. But is there any way of getting autographs from celebrities where I'm not having to pay 45 bucks for their signature? But yes, that's a lot of luck. Probably not. Them when they're leaving their hotel. Oh, that's the only way to do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the impression I got last year. I was like, man, I really want Bruce Campbell's autograph. And they're like 50 bucks. I'm like, ooh, I don't even know an Army of Darkness on DVD. I don't think I can do that. Yeah, I know. It's like uh, I don't want to pay 75 dollars for the Daryl. The Dar- uh, the Dixon Brothers autograph. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'll pay I'll pay whatever it is this year for Kevin Smith's autograph. Simply because I had that artist proof already he, signed by Brian he's O'Halloran. Not, he's not doing a autograph session. What? No, he is. He's actually. I'm so sad. He is a part of Phantom Fest, but he is not considered their celebrity. Uh, I mean, I know Stan Lee is like the big celebrity this year. I want to believe. Well, Gene Simmons, but, uh, also. Gene Simmons. You can pay fifty bucks to get a base signed by him. Yeah, I remember us discussing that last year. God, I just, I'm sorry. I just don't care about Gene Simmons. That's that's my frustration. Anyway, um, yeah, Stan the Man's the only one I would really, I would actually pay. Well, that's like sixty five. But I was, I'm hoping that's a picture and an autograph. He's doing some cool stuff this year, too. Like, I'll, I'll cheat plug for a moment. A friend of mine is running an event inside of NFS called Fight Fest, which actually involves and features fighting game tournaments. And I know the winner of the Marvel vs. Capcom 3 tournament gets a customized fight stick signed by Stan Lee. Very cool. Associated oh, wow. with Marvel. Why the hell not? Yeah. Very, very nifty. So, yeah, yeah. I would. I... Yeah, it's like, how, how many characters has Stan created that are in that game? Jeez. Out of the 25 characters from the Marvel side, I think only. Three of them are 2000 and newer. It's like X-23, Rocket Raccoon, and maybe like one other one. All the others Deadpool. are ancient. Uh, I mean, Deadpool was created by a lot of Rob Layfield. Well, that's so what I'm saying. That he, probably he, he would be one that's not created by Stan. Yeah, but the others, sure. Spider-Man, Wolverine, Hulk, Jean Grey, Storm. Was Wolverine you know. created by Stan Lee? I thought so. Was oh. that not it? Or was it, was it, it wasn't Jack Kirby. Um, who the hell was writing Hulk at the time? This was like 1974. No, Stan created... Uh, Hulk. No, we're no, talking, talking about Wolverine. Wolverine. No, he definitely created Hulk. He, yeah. he was responsible pretty much like Spider-Man, Hulk, and Fantastic Four all by himself. Well, wasn't it like issue like 142 where Wolverine shows up? 170-something. Okay. In fact, I'm I'm waking now, oh, right now. Yeah. I'm so freaking curious. That wasn't, <laughs> oh, hey, there we go. Yeah, but he didn't create Wolverine, though. That was, I forget who it was, though. Roy Thomas. He was created Lee. by Lynn Ween. Lynn Ween, okay. And uh, with help with uh, I, John Romano Senior. I at least know Jean Grey was his because she was one of the original five X Men. There's that at yeah. least. <laughs> but yeah, most of the game is older heroes, not so much newer. Like X twenty three is pretty new. Rocket Raccoon, I believe, is new. Though I don't know how long Guardians of, of the Galaxy has been a thing. To be honest, uh, the weird part is I think it's been around for a while, but is mm-hmm. a smaller and a different group than is now yeah, this, part of. This group is like the. Third or fourth incarnation of yeah, Guardians. But they but they, they, they never were like a big group like an X Men or something like that. They're they're sure. gonna they're gonna get big after the movie. Oh sure, but, sure, sure. But they were just kind of small characters that were grouped together. What about the rest of the Avengers? Outside of Hulk, obviously. Like Captain America, I don't recall if it was created by Stan, uh Iron Man, Thor, the big three essentially, even Hawkeye, I don't recall. Ooh. Or um who are some others? Ghost Riders in the game, Nova, Doctor Strange, uh, getting getting blurry, Dormammu, Shuma Gorath, 
And some of these are pretty out there. I'm trying to see if I can find his characters that he created. Control F is your friend. Or <laughs> wait, you have wait, you have an Apple keyboard, never mind. Uh Apple F? Command F. Command, Command F. F, yeah, sorry. I don't use Macs enough. Yeah, I, 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 I can't quickly find uh, If you it. scroll down, I should say there. Uh, no, notable 4. Scroll up. Oh. Welcome to Surfing Wikipedia with the Frackin' Nerds. Yeah, I, I, no, yeah, <laughs> I can't see it. I can't find it real quickly. So. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into the news. Uh, Apple is being sued by a Nashville attorney. His name is Chris Sivier, who says he wants to be protected from porn, and Apple is not protecting him from porn. In other words, I want an excuse to have money. Wait, I don't That's understand. What's, what's this guy's real basis for other than what you just said? Well, he's coming out and saying that because Apple does not uh, prevent you from going to porn sites on your uh, your Safari browser, on your iPhone or your iPad, that it's allowing you to um, access porn, which ultimately could degrade your life and your relationships. Um, a- a- Apple, Apple's not your parents, uh, nor are they your conscience. Um, this guy's going to get laughed out of court. The, I'm calling mm-hmm, it now. The plaintiff mm-hmm. apparently came totally out of sync in his romantic relationship with his wife, which was consequence of his use of an Apple product. The plaintiff began desiring young, <laughs> more beautiful girls featured in porn videos than his wife, who was no longer 21. His failed marriage caused the plaintiff to experience emotional distress to the point of hospitalization. The plaintiff could no longer tell the difference between internet pornography and tangible intercourse due to the content he accessed through the Apple products, which failed to provide him the warnings of the dangers of online pornography. Um, so this guy gets addicted to porn blames his iPhone. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, an excuse he, to have money. And this is what he's suggesting to Apple to do. He suggests that if a person over 18 wants to view porn, they need to now contact Apple and sign a form of acknowledgement that acknowledging the ills of pornography and receive a code to remove the filter. So there needs to be um, a filter I, protecting I, I, us I, all. I, I need to hear what the judge has to say about this because the judge is going to say something so... Um, judge Judy-ish? Yes. <laughs> This, this guy's probably going to go back to the hospital because he's going to try to commit suicide after being embarrassed in public. I think we all should now do a countersuit against Apple saying that we are infringed on our rights by not having pornography apps available to us by yeah. Apple controlling what we need to do. <laughs> yes. Uh, also, the guy said he accidentally misspelled Facebook, which led him to fuckbook, and now Apple basically needs to protect people from themselves. Why? Yes. Wow, <laughs> I I think I think the some people, man, does some guys like him. That, what? That's what I think. What's fuck book? I'm gonna go exploring. <laughs> <laughs> I how got you, my treasure map. What's that, Robbie? How do you misspell it? E is nowhere near the K. How do you how do you misspell that? I don't know. It'd have to be yeah. You'd have to be like typing like really quick, uh, or or you misspell like Facebook and then the. You know how sometimes the associations are like, hey, do you want to, which usually Google doesn't go, hey, do you want to go to Fuckbook? Is that where you're looking to go? At least no, because go, oh, Google doesn't do that. Google, yeah. um, anything that's considered to be uh, porn, it's, uh, yeah. it's not even listed in a search. No, I think it's bullshit. He probably went to a website, and then he saw like one of those ads on the size. It's, it was like, you know, it's the sex version of Facebook, Fuckbook. Yeah. I'm going to go to this. Oh, my yeah. wife is not 21 anymore. 
All right. <laughs> T-Mobile has a new plan. It's called the Jump Plan, and it'll let you upgrade your phone at will. Well, I mean, twice a year, apparently. So with this new service, and this is for anybody that needs, like, the newest, coolest, freshest, dopest phone out there, it will allow you to upgrade your phone t- two times a year, uh, and also it will allow you to have insurance for your device against uh, malfun- malfunctions, damages, loss, or theft. So, like... I think it's an acronym for Just Upgrade Me Please or something like that. Uh, is that what it means? Okay. Yeah. So what it's gonna yeah, so it's gonna allow you to so you get the let's say you just bought the new iPhone five and the new iPhone <laughs> the iPhone five S comes out. Well now you'll be able to uh, upgrade to it for well I would say not free because you're gonna be charged ten dollars a month. Which how much is it for insurance on phones now? It's it's pretty close to that, right? Close to one hundred twenty bucks. No, well I'm saying like ten dollars a month. Yeah. I, would I mean that's that. 120 bucks. Yeah. Um that sounds right. It might be a little bit less. Like you want to think like 5 6 bucks a month, but yeah. that could be wrong. So if you I mean would I mean if you're already paying insurance for your phone because you're an idiot and you drop it and you're not willing to pay 60 bucks for a case that's going to prevent the damages of that uh and then you have the ability now to get the newest phone. But how often are you like as soon as you buy your phone you're like ah unless you just pay, don't know phones and you just you're frustrated that you know you bought the iPhone five you know a month before the five S was gonna come out. I mean, really? I mean, if I just got the Galaxy, you know, the Galaxy four S, I don't think there's really anything gonna be coming out that's gonna be revolutionary that I need to upgrade it past that. Is there? Of course there is. Like when the when when the, when the latest version of the of the four S comes out, like the the four S I that has the Oh, like the 4S. The fancy camera. Or the, or the 4S XL that has a larger screen. Or the Sport, which is, has a smaller screen, but you can apparently take it underwater or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't think I don't think I would do that. I already paid $10 additional a month to swap out my phone. I wouldn't. I'm usually... I'm, I mean, I'm usually... Not on T-Mobile's network. And, and usually I like the Apple products, except I'm not happy with the most recent iPhones. Um, and that's why I'm on the verge of switching to an Android phone, unless you know, which I know they're not going to re- provide a bigger phone for the 5s. They'll just it'll be a little faster. <laughs> and then the other interesting thing about the iPhone, the how, new, how big is too big though? I mean, do you want to hold an? No, iPad I don't. I don't want. Head? No, I don't want a seven inch. But I'd like somewhere about a six to a six and a half, something where it's a little easier to. Do you want a note? Uh, no, no, I want something smaller than that. I like the ga- I like the way the Galaxy is with the a little more real estate. But I I want something I can ease- I can put in my pocket. It's not going to be just like if my pants are too tight because I love wearing skinny jeans. Uh, that oh, uh, oh wow <laughs> that I had uh, to pause there for a moment. <laughs> that you know I want to be able to sit down and not because my phone won't let me sit down if I'm wearing my skinny jeans. Um, <laughs> though uh, yeah, I have a, I have a I have a holster on my belt that I just flip my phone in. I no, don't have to worry about that. That's oh, the, look at me. I thought of everything. That's the problem. Is See, that, that's what I think is what we would call a first world problem. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, ah, I can't wear a holster because I'm a little bit heavier, and so the, the my muffin top, as they call it, pushes it off. Do I? It looked too gay? Oh, well, then I guess Robbie's a <laughs> by your definition. He said he has a holster. <laughs> but he's one of those tech guys, so. He's one of those IT guys. IT guys are allowed to do that. I'm a web guy. Oh, he's a web guy. 
So I don't know if he's so he's not to allowed to do that. No. Oh, breaking the rules. Breaking the law. Look at you. Oh, I'm well aware. A 63-year-old uh, man in uh, Vancouver who is dealing with cancer, who is also a lifelong Lego fan, was denied access to the Legoland in Toronto. I'm sorry, I don't know if he's from Vancouver. But, uh, he, yeah, he was denied tr from Toronto. Uh, the guy became a devoted Lego fan when he was playing with, uh, with Legos with his kids many decades ago. Now sick with cancer and diabetes, he went with his adult daughter to visit the Legoland and was denied entry because there's the number one rule at Legoland. No one talks about Legoland. No, you <laughs> have to actually bring in a child. Like a rule is. You have to bring in a child. I think that's like Chuck E. Cheese. You have to come in with a child or be a part of a group because they don't want you kid kidnapping. Yeah. Well, Legoland's a huge area. Well, yeah, what adults like, oh, I love your shitty pizza and your, your gambling for children, so let me go to Chuck E. Cheese and pay $8 for a beer that you're only going to allow me to sell two, to, two, two of because you don't want me driving drunk with my child. Uh, so so what, so what is Legoland then? Is it like an amusement park or something? Uh, it's, uh, Legoland is, uh, it's... It's like, well, I think the one in Toronto is not like one of the large one, like in California and in Florida, where it's it's a smaller area where they do have statues built up and a variety of different things. And I think you get to meet some of the uh, build masters and oh. take courses. So then, so why would they then limit this to kids? I mean, I, I can understand why. Like, you know, it might be out of the range of some adult's interests, but I mean, why, why restrict I don't understand. You might not have like a kids only portion of the park and still let adults come in that have grown up with Legos over the years. Well, they they did come out and say that even though they uh, the one in Toronto, I guess when he went, he was denied, but they do offer adult evenings where adults only could go and check out all the Lego things. So he does have no oh, That's ability, a frightening thought. The ability to <laughs> To, to go. Legos at night. <laughs> what do you Lego X -wings. What do you think that? Yeah, that, that's exactly what's going on. <laughs> See, that kills me. Why would they think people wouldn't want to do that in the daytime? Build what? like your X wing or your turtle van or your yeah. your Delorean. You know, I mean, why would they not think kids want to do that during the day? Or adults like that want to do that during day. the day? I can understand why a weekday because most adults work, but you know, weekend today. I mean. Yeah, just go. Fuck it. I'll go to Legoland. I don't have a kid. Yeah, but now we get in there. You're not allowed to unless it's. One I know. Of that's what days. I'm saying. That's so silly. You need to rent a yeah, child. Yeah, we, we have to go there on like happy hour. <laughs> yeah, that's not creepy oh, at you all. Do? Yeah, go to a big brother child. Go to a big brother, big sister in whatever city the Legoland's at, and say, "Hey, I wanted to help this child." Borrow like, a kid for a day. Yeah, you yeah. may have to like do like you may have to do a little research, paperwork, like a, a month or two, so that you get everything done. You don't want to show up and like, can I have a child? <laughs> they're not gonna let that go. So paperwork. Yeah, so get that done. You know, you'll probably get a little African child, and you get to take him to <laughs> Legoland. Can I have him in blonde, he'll probably be like a, He'll probably be like a 17-year-old kid be like, I don't want to go to this fucking thing. We're like, we're going to go do this, and it'll be fun. You'll be like, creepy old man, leave me alone. Be like that episode of Always Sunny where that one woman told Charlie she thought he had, he had a child when it wasn't his, and he was like this 10-year-old terrorist. Oh, yeah. Not an, <laughs> not actually a terrorist, but he was just like the worst kid imaginable, he, he like was, emotionally and, abused. And he was tr and, he's trying to be a dad to him. <laughs> yeah, and Charlie's like the worst person in the world to be a father. <laughs> Not a good idea. That was ridiculous. All right, guys. Exactly. Uh, oh, let me turn that off. Shit.
I don't want that What are one. you doing? Just Show started over? Yeah, hitting the wrong button. <laughs> Reset. All right, guys, reset we come back. Uh, James Bond has got its director for the uh, the next movie, and it will be no surprise who it is. Kick, uh, Kick-Ass 2 director is going to be developing a new X-Force. Tyler Perry. Uh, Tyler Perry for Bond. New X-Force right. movie. And uh, my review of Pacific Rim, and I'll do it for two minutes, so anybody that has not seen the movie and doesn't want to be spoiled can run away for two minutes and then come back and listen to the rest of our show. All this and more when we Great. return on the Fracking Nerds. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a big fan of the show. I bet you wondered, hey... What do those nerds think about the nerdiest things that are going on during the week? Well, then visit our website, FrackinNerds.com. FrackinNerds.com is a daily website featuring cool video, geek-tastic stuff to buy, and weekly TV and movie reviews. You can also follow us on Twitter at FrackinNerds or Facebook.com slash FrackinNerds to get the daily updates and when our podcast goes live. So remember, that website again is FrackinNerds.com. All right, welcome back to the Fracking Nerds. Little whoops, Futurama, which is ending this season. Bring this down. Go away. Thank you. I haven't watched an episode of that show in a long time. I haven't even seen the, uh, what's the one about the dog? Cited as like one of the saddest episodes of any TV show ever. Something bark. Is that Uh, a Futurama episode? It's a Futurama episode, yeah. It has to do with Fry's dog that was around before he got frozen. I don't remember. He goes back and revisited it. Apparently like an older episode. Oh, okay. Supposedly one of the saddest episodes ever made of any TV show. Well, I think nearly every uh, season is on Netflix right now. Right, right. So you can go check it out. See, I I might try to do that. The thing about Futurama, though, as much as I like the show, it's kind of like 30 Rock for me. I think it's a quality show, but I can't sit and watch it like episode to episode a lot. Like, I think it's good, but I guess it wears on me. Or some of the stuff wears on me. What? Shut up and take my money. <laughs> Not sure if. Not sure if serious or really wants to get paid. <laughs> Sam Bendez is coming back to return to direct the 24th uh, James Bond adventure. I wish I had something sardonic to say, but I'm actually happy about that. Yeah, I was Question a little mark? upset when he, when <laughs> yeah. he couldn't 
but now he can, so it's awesome. Yeah, the reason they said he couldn't do it is he was working on his stage productions of King King Lair and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but now the talks has started up, and he looks like he'll be taking over and be the uh, be the fourth time he directs Daniel Craig as James Bond. Uh oh, you meant Daniel Craig the fourth time. I was like, man, this hasn't directed four Bond movies. I was so confused. No, this would be the fourth movie. Right, right. It's Daniel Craig's fourth movie, not Sam Mendes' fourth uh, movie. He didn't direct Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, he right. he just directed Skyfall. Oh, okay. Which that's, this should be correct. a good follow up, even though it doesn't have a name yet. I'm sure it will before too long. Plus, but. now Mendes is now in a narrow group of, of Bond directors because there's only been very few of them that have actually directed multiple Bond movies. Yes. Interesting. That I was unaware of. Do you think you'll still shoot in a digital format and not film like you did the last one? Hmm. I mean, it worked pretty well the first time. Yeah. He well, might. He I might choose to next. explore since he's already made his Bond movie. That you know, because he's always been a big Bond fan and always wanted to make one. Since Skyfall has, for the most part, been universally praised, I'm pretty sure he mm. may be more inclined to experiment. But he may want to be uh, conservative too. Who knows? Stay a little more closer to the uh, originality of it all. Yeah. But, but now, but now that it feels like the whole Bond series has been set up, like you know, like a Doctor No, where it's like you know all the all the key players are in place. Yeah, that and do you think he's going to be able to direct a, a villain as good as Bardem was? I think if there's a good enough story for one, yeah. If he was such a good villain, he wouldn't have all his computer servers. Actually, well, actually, I think area. if they, they or he'd have all his though. teeth. Yeah. Well, he lost his teeth because of the. Uh, the I know, I know. It was, it was a joke. Like, isn't isn't it supposed to be that every Bond villain he, ever has like some kind of facial disfigurement? But the, but the coolest thing is, is he knew exactly where every person who would be following him would be at the exact moment of time. That's how he was able to set up the elaborate scheme to escape, and he knew Bond. Well, would I know be why? Because everyone uses Outlook. <laughs> I know where you're going to be at 4.30 Everyone in the professional world, yeah, sure Also, I still love the idea that Bond comes running into that uh, What was it, like a parliament or or some kind of judge's room or whatever was Yeah, it was, it was uh, well, it wasn't parliament, but it was, it, yeah, it was some kind of yeah, I know what you're talking about. It was like some kind of courtroom. He comes yeah. running in, firing while there's a gunfight going on, and nobody goes, who the fuck is this guy, <laughs> and why am I not shooting him right now? Because I have no clue who I'm supposed to be shooting because we got people dressed as police officers shooting at us. I'm shooting back, and some guy in a gray outfit comes running in shooting. I why I think it's because he's shooting from behind the the table where yeah. like the prime minister and such were. So yeah. I think since he was firing from behind and shooting people in front of, they didn't they chose not to shoot at him. I I, I would have turned and shot him. Plus he <laughs> would, he wouldn't have died. I mean, fuck, he got shot twice and fell off a train that was on a well, of bridge. Of course he wouldn't have died because he just would have dodged behind the door the door jam. I mean, the only thing it did was force him to drink Heineken. That's the worst that happened to him. I mean, that's <laughs> torture for me. I, I hate know. that shit. But. Uh... Oh, the torture Remember all the fuss that was made about Bond drinking a Heineken and it just fit perfectly in the movie? And I'm just like, I see no problem with this. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. he was on some like little island. Why else wouldn't he be drinking like yeah. Heineken or something? You know, to that extent, you know, it's tropical to them. Corona couldn't get it. I mean, if they can get Austin Powers, they can get James Bond. Corona has too much atmosphere. That wouldn't work. And he also need a lime too. He probably didn't have any limes at his disposal. He's James Bond. Why wouldn't he have a lime? 
Well, I don't know. <laughs> one of the most hated artists and comic book writers in the Marvel and Image history, Rob Layfield's X Force. <laughs> I'm sorry, X Force is not a bad series. But no, every, no, I, I forget him. Hates Rob Layfield. I do forget how many pe- how people hate him. Yeah, he has created good characters. It's just, what, what but his stories and his artwork is is his pretty abysmal. The worst. It's like I'm gonna give these huge bulbous guys and these. Way steroid up. The, the only thing bigger than the muscles are the guns. Or, and the breasts of the, the women. The guns too. are gigantic. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's that. <laughs> so why does everybody hate him then? Is that, is that the reason why? Yeah. Did it's he just bo- draw so unrealistically or think he's just an asshole or what? Uh, well, I think that's too, from the rumors I hear also that he was he was a big asshole. But, yeah, it's it's if you're just a fan of comics, it's his artwork is just horrible. Did he draw in the 90s? Yeah, he's very 90s. Oh, okay, but yeah, that explains it then. Because yeah, not every comp- '90s comic artist is bad, though. I mean, Todd McFarlane definitely wasn't the worst. A lot of people still well, praise no, his his look of the, the Spider-Man webbing. Make sure everyone looks like Arnold. Yeah, they were. Who's was, that? No, who's saying yeah. most of the comic artists and, and during the '90s were just mm-hmm. make guys look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, was, there were exceptions, but sure. The I way guess. everything was very disproportionate. Mm-hmm. So I think he was the one that had like Captain America with a huge barrel chest and this tiny little head. And- <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess I don't well, think that much of it because that's what I grew up on. Like the first time I was exposed to comics was like '92, which was right in the middle of the Jim Lee era of X Men. So I was just kind of like, eh. I guess I missed on all the weird stuff, well, or the- that was the weird thing, and I wasn't aware it was the weird thing. The director of Kick-Ass 2, Jeff Wadlow, is writing the script, and he will, he will be helping, possibly directing it when it comes up. So right now they're in developing the movie for the X-Force. If you're... So, go ahead, I Robert. wonder if it's going to be a sequel to Days of Future Past or if it's going to be a its own little offshoot. Well, if it's Sony or, or I mean, if it's Fox, uh, it's just going to be probably its own little because they have not... No, yeah, it'll be same universe, but their their time frame and stuff is so wild. Yeah, the yeah. the only tie-in they could have with the current X Men universe would only would just be Wolverine, and Wolverine's not even that relevant all time to X Force. Like he only just recently joined X Force in like 2010, and even now he's not there anymore. He's with like the Avengers and shit. But yeah, no other characters would tie in. I would think they'd just go for like a futuristic style adaptation. Like Cable was sent forward to like what the thirty nine hundreds or some shit. They could probably do something in like the, you know the twenty five or twenty six hundreds. Maybe this is their chance Earth's, to do a Deadpool movie. Earth's now. been overrun by Sentinels, well, etc. Didn't Ryan Reynolds just come out and talk about how that's like his probably hated, not a hated thing. relationship with Deadpool because of yeah uh, what it's it a needs, shame too it needs to to be done to make it work and the challenges of dealing with studios. Mm-hmm. To, to, to well, no, what I'm getting at, though, is instead of making a Deadpool solo movie, you can put Deadpool and X-Force with Cable, <clears throat> and that'll be your Deadpool movie. That could work, but God bless. If it's anyone but Reynolds, the whole universe would cry foul. It'd be like It's like the whole Quicksilver bullshit going on right now between Days of Future Past and Avengers 2. Well, but no. This would be just too well, weird of a recasting. That's true. And Fox probably still has like, them under contract to to do other films. I mean, this is... Right, right, right. And this isn't like recasting Kitty Pride three movies in a row. They finally hit bank with Ellen Page, which is the only thing Brett Ratner did correctly, I guess, for the long term. <laughs> well, well, yeah, that, well, that's also... Didn't Brian Singer thank Brett, Brett Ratner for not killing off uh, you know, some of the... X-Men that are going to be in Days of Future Past. <laughs> yeah. And yet, there's no mention yet of either uh, Scott Summers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Georgine Gray being part of Days of Future Past. So I'm like, are they going to go forward following X-Men 3 for that timeline? Or how is this going to work? I think they're going to go forward and maybe, and maybe they're going to, in the past, make some random changes that will allow Scott and Gene not to die in the third movie. Well, in the, uh, they're gonna try and do. in the, in the, uh, the initial comics, I don't think Jean gray is still alive. There's only, a, she's been dead for 10 years. There was, yeah, only, dead for 10 years. there was only a handful of people that were still alive. that were still had mutant powers. I mean, after house of M, there was like down to less than 200. But, um, the thing was a lot of the well, no, big house, house of M came out after, uh, the short, Days of Future Past. Oh, well, Days of Future Past was like, what, the 80s, I yeah. think? Yeah, like, that was ages ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that different, though. That was Wolverine blocking the uh, Pauly Walnuts here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all I remember there being was like, I know Wolverine was there uh, and Kitty Col- Pride was there. Colossus Anybody else I can't was remember. there. Was he still alive? Yeah, okay. And he dies. Oh, spoiler. Uh, he dies all the time. He yeah. died from the fuck. He died trying to save mutant kind from the legacy um, virus, and then he came back, and now he's the Juggernaut. Yay! I'm trying to think who else was in. Well, there. not anymore. Not when they rebooted Marvel. Now, now he's just a member of X Force, and he's still he's actually kind of a douchebag now. So yeah, I don't. I don't How can he be a douchebag? He's usually like one of like the nicest guys in the books. That's what. Yeah, that's what's weird. He he's always the gentle giant. But I think like prior to Marvel, now did you ever read Fear itself? The graphic novel. Um, I'm like halfway through Fear itself. Do you do you know how it ends though? Uh, no, I'm at okay. the part now where they've actually just um, saved Ben. Well, it's it'll be hard for me to say anything without spoiling anything, but it has oh, to do okay. it has to do with Juggernaut. So, so if I, I follow forget. it through to its conclusion, I'll figure out why. Well, yes, for that for that period, yeah. Does that's does Colossus I mean, sacrifice himself? No, no, no. He, no, no, no. He comes out of it alive. I'll just say it this uh, way. I'll just leave it this way. Um. What happened there was very important for what what happened the following in uh, Avengers vs. X-Men, but then after Avengers vs. X-Men, it was just rebooted into Marvel well, now anyway, that, so there it's not really a thing anymore. between him and Kitty, and that's why he becomes more of an, an asshole? I want to say that's probably correct. Because I know because... their relationship, but it is all depends on what well, series is, is ran. And I think that they're... also has to do with Schism, because that was the whole division between Wolverine's way of doing things with Cyclops' way of doing things, where Colossus thought it was Cyclops. Like, he believed that like mutant kind needed to be pre- you know preserved and you know, protected at all costs, whereas Wolverine felt like, you know, he, he wanted he wanted Xavier's dream intact. Cyclops started acting more like Magneto, Malcolm X, whatever the fuck you want to say. Wolverine was kind of more of the the peacekeeper, which is really weird to the think Martin about. <laughs> yeah, he, he, which is really weird to think about, because Wolverine's always been yeah. this savage, instinctive killer. That's so like, okay, so he's well, trying to reform also, himself, good times. He hated that savage part of himself, and I think it made sense for him to turn around and be like, I'm not going to be barbaric about this. Yeah, yeah, I, I could agree with that. And Kitty more or less always sided with Wolverine when it came to his morals. Like they, yeah. Those two have been close for, like, ever. And Grant, yes, I know, Kitty and, Col- and 
Peter had that, you know, relationship for a long, long time. But if he started, well, you know, you know what happens? Guy starts to turn into an asshole. Girl starts to feel like, eh, maybe not. <laughs> and when he goes yeah. dark side, then it's just like there's no turning back. So yeah. what can you exactly. do? She's like, you're, I like you because you were an asshole. Then I fell in love with you because you actually weren't. Now you're turning <laughs> into one. Now I don't like you anymore. <laughs> Yeah, read the rest of Fear Itself. You'll understand. And also, okay. movie news, Texas Chainsaw 3D producer Lat- Laddie Grubman and Krista Campbell have picked up the rights to George Romero's zombie film Day of the Dead, and they're going to do a remake of it. Now, are they going to cast Ving Rhames in it? Uh, I, well, <laughs> Ving Rhames was in the remake, remake of Day of the Dead with, uh, with Mariah Carey's husband. Um, yeah. Nick Cannon Nick was Cannon. in a Day of the yeah, Dead which, movie, I, I, which yeah. ultimately, when I started, I turned it off as soon as Nick Cannon came on. Not fact, Nick Cannon, but Nick Cannon was playing this uh, he was military. Wasn't he? He was, he was a soldier, and he was yeah. back talking everybody. And I'm like, why is nobody put a bullet in this guy's head when you're in essence you're in a wartime scenario because of the zombies, and you let this this foul mouthed little ignorant douchebag just shoot his mouth off? No, you put a bullet in his head and it's one less did problem. Did Ving Rhames' roads get ripped in half? Is what? Did Ving Rhames' character, did he get ripped in half? I think so. Okay. But I don't. I, hmm. couldn't, I couldn't make it through the entire movie. So. Because I think, I think like, like, the just like the history around that scene in the original is probably like the most like intriguing oh, yeah. part to me. Well, the, well, there was the guy having the dream where he wakes up and he thinks his intros are falling out. Uh, they came out and said they want to keep it as close to Romero's vision as possible, making sure that the fans are happy. They're not going to be zom- uh, going to be zombies climbing walls and doing backflips back like in World War Z. Uh, the movie will have a production budget of around 10 to $20 million, and uh, they're hoping that it, it does something. So it's got to be better than the Day of the Dead remake, which was nowhere close to the original. Did anyone so, on this so, podcast so actually see World War Z? Is this a remake of a remake or is this a remake of the original but now we'll have another remake out? Like, It'll be a remake of the original. For movies? It'll be I mean, like the Dawn of the Dead remake. Yo, dog, we heard you like zombies. She <laughs> made a remake <laughs> of the remake. remake. <laughs> I, I couldn't follow anything you're saying just because there were too many remakes. Uh, <laughs> I Well, when, when you're saying I haven't seen World War Z, uh, Robbie, have you seen it? No, I haven't. No. Yeah, I've I've heard mixed things. I I've I've had at least one friend who really liked it, another who did really like it, and then the ending happened. And he was like, "This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen." I was like, <laughs> "Just because of the ending, I'm like, wow." And I uh, thought I felt that way about like Vanilla Sky. Oh, uh, next week we're, we're gonna have a uh, discussion where what were good movies until the very end. So, oh man, I've got a ton that. of those. Think about those and bring those next week. And we're gonna I just a, name one of them. We're gonna do a round robin discussion and talk about. Good movies that have bad endings, and go from and do they ruin the movie or what? So they uh, usually do for me. Well, okay, there is one exception, but I'll get into that next week. Yes, get into next week. That's what the whole point of it. All right. Uh, one of also the biggest news coming out was the Ender's, Ga- Ender's Game, which is a kind of a, a, a young adult sci-fi book, which was created in 1985 by author Orson Scott Card is under attack because of a card's feelings towards same-sex marriage and ultimately homosexuality. He is very anti all this. Over the years, card's homophobic views have caused an uproar, most notably when he wrote a weird version of Shakespeare's Hamlet where he was gay baiting, and also he was when the artist on his Superman comic quit to avoid controversy over his views. 
Sorry about that. But it wasn't until recently when a huge budget movie of Ender's Game came coming this fall, uh, where his the, the opinions of his homosexuality became a bigger issue. Now, a group called Geek Out has started a campaign that's called Skip Ender's Game. On the grounds of that, if you buy a ticket to the movie, you're putting money in Card's pocket. The boycott will also already getting a lot of attention. Um, and then Card threw gasoline on the fire by issuing a bizarre statement claiming that homosexuality wasn't an issue in 1985. And boycotting his work then uh, would be a sign of intolerance. Is it just me or is this reminding people of the, uh, of the Chick-fil-A incident about a year ago? Uh, Don't give them money. You're giving to this cause and such. And it's like, um, how is that relevant? People will still go eat Chick-fil-A, though. Oh, I ate it last week. It's I delicious. Mean, I, I mean, you I, can't taste racism. I mean, I, I, I support the <laughs> gay community racism. 100%, I but I mean, I'll go, I'll oh, go eat their true. food if it's good. So I, I want to go to uh, Paula D's you're giving it a cause. place over in uh, Horseshoe before it closes. Get some fried chicken. Yeah, well, <laughs> never tried it before. <laughs> <laughs> you know she's serving fried chicken now as an apology. <laughs> okay, that's horrible. Worse. I shouldn't say that. No, but, like, what, I mean, what's the deal? Like, well, I don't understand. Books, there is no anti-homosexuality or anything like that. So are you... Are you going against it because an author has feelings about it? But I mean, if if the story, if, those, if, those, if if his views never made it into the work that's being adapted, why boycott the work? And see, that's the thing is, is mm. a good you're, author. You're, you're spotting people that are involved in the movie that had no, that have no political affiliation with this asshole. So why, why fuck those people over? You know, these, there's people that are acting probably for their first time in this movie. I think the the lead kid or whatever is this is like his first movie. You're essentially screwing him over because he's now linked, you know, somehow to an to some insensitive he's author associated. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's understandable. I mean, but in the just, case of the campaign, and I the don't thing know. is, is also. This is a country where it's free speech. So if the guy wants oh, yeah, to sit there and hate on gay people, he has the right to do that. And it, it's not like putting money in his pocket's going to be make him a evil force where he's just like, aha, I can bring down all the gay people and all the gay <laughs> and stop them all. Aha. No, he's going to probably just go and sit in his pool and think about life and everything drink my ties yeah yeah i don't think he, he really, i get you i usually people that are anti well there's there's a there's the people that are really anti-gay that are doing it because there's something inside them that they're afraid of or they're the other people who just don't care and so they're just with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like whatever, I don't like gay people because they're different from me, and and then just go on living life. That's so. why we have X Men. <laughs> just hate yes. them because they're different. Yes. Which which weird part is it went from Brian Singer to Brett mm. Ret- Brett Retner, who was anti gay also. Was he really? Yeah, I wasn't he, aware. He of got that. fired from producing the uh, Academy Awards with Eddie Murphy uh, because <laughs> his comments that came out there were anti gay. 
Oh um, wow! Like I need another reason not to trust his stupid ass. So I don't want to make the him other a thing is, is is this not giving the same thing like Jim Carrey coming out against Kick Ass too? Is it not actually giving now Ender's Game more publicity? Because if you're not a fan of the book, you probably didn't even know about this coming out. True, true. How many, how many people do you know? Any, like any kind of publicity, publicity, no matter if it's negative or positive, is good publicity for anything. It that's just right. creates more awareness <laughs> now. Negative publicity, yeah, will you know have a tendency to backfire, but it's all good publicity. Well, think about how many people went out to Chick Fil A to support Chick Fil A uh, when all this went down with the uh, the toy. In essence, it was a toy thing, is what happened. Hmm. Yeah, there are people that probably support you know K. Rice that probably went to Chick Fil A because they're like, I like Chick Fil A. Don't, don't well, well there was there were people that because came food. There. Yeah it's, yeah, it's food. It's also the people that are working at this place doesn't mean they're gay or, or hate gay people. Mm. It's just so why should we deny them money? It's just it's a business yeah. thing. I mean, yeah, if you own a major corporation, you probably should shut up and not sit there and throw your views around. Hey, because... hey, hey, corporations are people now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, talk, talk to the U.S. Supreme Court about that one. With what? Corporations are people. That's why they can give unlimited amount of money oh to God. political campaigns because no. now they're considered to be people. That's horrible. Corporations are more representation of people than actual people. But yeah, but same. See, I would same like to thing. See that, I would like to see that statement truly tested when you put a corporation on a trial for murder. Oh yeah, that that wouldn't work out at all. I can see. <laughs> I mean, as as, much, as correct as it would be, or or you know, or extortion. Or yeah, thievery. <laughs> well, they could be extortion. Laundering, mm. yeah. Laundering, mm. yeah. Well, laundering. Put, put the corporation in jail for laundering. It's like oh, take laundering. The, the entire building, and then we locate the building on like Rikers Island. Okay. All right. Well, this the most gone way the most off. anticipated movie <laughs> this year came out this week. I'm speaking of Grown Ups too, because everyone loves an Adam Sandler movie. Actually, what are the numbers on that movie? Uh, it came in underneath uh, Despicable Me too. Let me Which see. is what third or fourth place? Uh, hold on, let me see if I can. I want to say it's third because I'm pretty no, sure Pacific no. Rim is second. No, it actually came in uh, second because we have a lot of uh, not intelligent people out there in the world that will go see crap. And guess what they did? They went and saw crap. Ew. So where did Pacific Rim land? Here we go. I think it's third. Yeah, it definitely was third. Here, if you go back, um, if, if you go back, it shows the full box office on the front page. It doesn't break it. See, it even it breaks it down. Scroll up. Scroll up. Scroll up. There you go. Oh, Top five of the box yeah, office. Despicable Me 2 came in at 44.8 million. Grown Ups 2 was 42.5 million. Oh, Pacific, Pacific Rim was 38.3 million. So, I mean, Pacific Rim is hurting because of its budget, but it's otherwise it didn't do bad. I mean, it's right there with the other two. All right. I want to pull this, and I'm even willing to put a poll of this on the website. Going forward, what are the worst comedies that continue to make a shit ton of money? I'm going between Adam Sandler's continued efforts. No, but are you talking about a particular actor or comedian that draws money? Well, no, I'm going between two choices. If someone can go can get name me something that's on par with these in terms of horrible quality yet somehow still produces funds, by all means. But my two choices are Adam Sandler's community efforts. No, that's not a comedy though. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> can be a la- can be laughable. It doesn't make it a comedy. The other one is the the continued parodies from the guys who have done all the bullshit parodies from Scary Movie Three Forward. I forget well, the team name. Well, the but, thing uh, is, is like they uh, make money. The initial somehow. the initial group that did uh, 
scary movie or not. The was the Wayne? Was was the Wayne's brothers? Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're not doing the other one. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying Scary Movie Three Forward. They've done all like the the date movie and epic movie and vampires suck and all that terrible god awfulness. The paranormal movie. The, yeah, the one that's that coming was a out. Sure. That was the that was actually the, the Wayland brothers doing the the paranormal movie. Oh, it was. Yeah. Well, my point wow. is those movies still make a ton of fucking money, and it doesn't make sense because they're so bad. But yet Adam Sandler, same thing. Like people, I feel like people will just go see him just because it's him, and he's a shell of what he used to be. Well, they they're all all four actors in that movie are former sh- are shells of their former selves. To be fair, I hear David Spade is actually pretty awesome on uh, what's that show that's on right now? Rules of Engagement, I want to say it's called the the sitcom. Like I actually hear that show's pretty good. But as for the others, yeah, Kevin James. Ever since he went to movies, Kevin James has been abysmal. Well, the thing is also it's it, a shame. He was good in Hitch. He was good in Hitch. The thing is, yeah, it, Hitch was great. It, I do like that movie. It doesn't matter how they are; they bring in money each time. That's my point. So they stay with that formula. There is no reason for Adam. Because the budgets are so low, that's why. Yeah, the it, Adams... it, it, it costs them like 10 bucks to put the movie together, and they make a profit on one ticket. Yeah, because they all can just get the backing, because they know they're going to be getting money, and because people like stupid stuff. Adam yeah. Sandler, there's no re- he's done his uh, good acting movies, but there's no reason to challenge himself, because oh. it doesn't bring in money. How many good, good, good acting movies has he had, though? The only one that comes to my mind is like Punch Drunk Love. I guess you could say maybe the uh, what about the that movie eleven one what yeah the the one with uh, Don Cheadle yeah that movie yeah. was good it was depressing as shit but it was good well that's a good acting yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's up there for well, him it's up you there. know what I I actually enjoy Hotel Transylvania that was actually I don't know that, that was one. the one last year it was an animated one but it wasn't by his group of mm-hmm. uh, you know college buddies making the movie which mm-hmm. I did like uh, Happy Madison yeah. yeah what what was it I like the um, what was the one with the remote control? Click or whatever? Click. Like, that, that was that was semi-serious. It wasn't all comedy. I wanted to like that one, but the then the ending happened, and it was like, this is the same cliche bullshit he always does. It just became well, more yeah. of the same. And and the, it, fact, the fact that his, and, his sins were forgiven, and... Yeah, and he chose to go the, the other path. But it even wasn't so much that his sins were was, forgiven. The dude woke up from a dream. That's all it was. Like, it wasn't, like, a huge deal. that he woke up from a dream. Oh, yeah. I thought that's how it was, how it came off. Yeah, but it was all just a dream. And that, well, else. that's how they made it feel. But then when he gets home and he still gets the universal remote control from the from Christopher Walken, he's just like, "I'm gonna throw you in the garbage can." <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, he gets his whole life flashing before his eyes moment. Whatever. All right. I still didn't love Click. Well, but, I'm gonna yeah. do my two minute review of Pacific Rim. So if you don't want to listen, go ahead and I'm gonna. I'll s- be right back. Are right, you gonna leave it too? Going to the bathroom. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll getting talk the to hell myself. out of here. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I have nothing to say about Pacific Rim. I haven't That's seen it. That's true. I thought, but it would be nice. I guess I'll just talk to the audience as it is. So, go ahead and All right. start. Hold, hold on. Hold okay. on. Let, 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 let me know so I can start my timer. Okay, and then we'll. Uh... All right. Let me know when you're ready. All right, we're going. We're starting our two-minute timer in three, two, one, and start them up. All right. So this is my review of Pacific Rim. Understand that these are going to have. That's right. Let me turn uh, Robbie down on there. Uh, the one thing I would like to point out is Pacific Rim is a movie that you will want to go see in a big theater because of the the major, just gigantic size of the Jaegers and the Kaiju monsters. They are highly impressive. Did not go see their 3D, so I can't tell you how this is, but I normally do not put my money into 3Ds. 2Ds, it was beautifully shot, um, just incredible array of colors and visuals and everything else. 
the battle scenes are very impressive, though sometimes way over the top. You do see Mexican wrestling moves that if you think about trying to destroy a creature in as few moves as possible, they seem to just love throwing creatures across cities and across the ocean into more water, which I don't think really is going to hurt these big monsters that much also. The premise of the movie is a hole has opened up, uh, it created a dimensional portal that now allows these creatures to come up and they are attacking uh, the Pacific area, Japan and Australia and the, we uh, the west coast of the United States, causing major damage. And at first, the... The way to fighting them was using our tanks and fighter planes, but that took uh, a number of days to finally destroy them. And then two years later, they actually created their own robots to fight these things. And at first, uh, they were controlling them as one man, and that was too much of a drain on their body that was causing, I think, uh, for them, and, and they were dying from the, the process of it all, outside of dying from the, Jager, uh, the, the, the attacks from the Kaijus. So we, we begin in the story five years after the first initial attack. And uh, the. Uh, is that really two minutes is up? Okay. <laughs> Shit. Two minutes went apparently a little quicker than I thought it was. Yay. So. <laughs> I didn't really get into it. So. Um, is Hold on. Let me bring Robbie back up. Is it Robbie, you back? Oh, of course. That two minutes is. I was just getting into the story. Just thought he can't even get my opinion of it. So I mean, look at it this way: How long did our Man of Steel diatribe last when we did the whole spoilers thing? That was like fifteen like minutes, man. No, yeah, fifteen minutes to half hour. Yeah. So uh, you're talking about a movie you just seen. You tend to, and no. this isn't a you thing. This is just anybody's going to tend to overanalyze the details because it's fresh as their mind. Well, There's well, no, no way I, it's going to take I, only I will, two minutes. I will say this though about about Pacific Rim, even though I haven't seen it yet. The thing that actually intrigues me about the movie is that there's so much Japanese culture in the in the. And just like the the basic format of the movie, even though it's a it's a whole kaiju movie, you know, essentially with you know giant giant robots versus giant monsters, but the robots themselves can also be considered kaiju because they're giant monsters. I just like the fact they've kind of snuck in the whole like, you know, you need more than one pilot to manage these huge robots, kind of like a kind like, um, oh shit, I'm blanking on the damn like Voltron and shit, you know, right. they always had like five, you know. They had five people in there, so it kind of made it make Pussy sense why you would have more than one person in a in a cockpit to control a large, you know, a large robot. And they outside. they explained the reasoning behind that when they said they first initially were doing it, uh, they would have one pilot, but that would cause so much stress on their body it ultimately was killing them, and so they needed two people that were in like mind that could mind meld and control the the beast as the the, the robot as one. <laughs> Yeah, but, but 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 like I said though, I just think there's like a really that was like a really cool like in universe way of them to kind of bring in the whole like Japanese like there's always more than one person piloting a huge robot because usually when that happens, they're all just, it's always just like oh we need to have like five pilots you know at least the movie kind of you know gave a reason why and just kind of you know kept up that Japanese cultural theme of having two people pilot a huge robot. Yes. Now the movie is very. Uh, this, it's visually very stunning. The the size, like I was saying uh, during the review, is um, just incredible. Uh, Has Del Toro ever made a visually unappealing movie, though? Probably not. I mean, Pan's Labyrinth was like you know one of the best looking movies of the past ten years, probably. I know they didn't yeah. get like they didn't get like as much exposure as it should have, anyway. No, oh, that's because it was a foreign film. Well, sure, 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 sure. Foreign films <laughs> don't do very well over here. Uh, some I'd argue. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon certainly did. 
Well, that did. And that movie was very visually I, appealing. I, I think people were wanting some kind of like Japanese fighting movie. So they were with wire work. Yes. So they and like, bad Ooh. plot. That's now, why the I thing make... that kind of I don't know, upsets me about the whole movie is the fact that it is it is you know third place now this weekend behind you know one really terrible movie and one movie that you know probably still deserves to to be up in the top five. But so, talking about Despicable Me. Yeah. Yeah, because I still haven't seen you know, it. But the first one was so good. There's is, no way know, I'm missing it. Nobody comes out to watch Pacific Rim. Or at least it doesn't make back its budget. What does that do for the Godzilla reboot that's currently filming? Mm. So the the Godzilla I think, movie? I think Godzilla is yeah. going to be more like Dread. As long as it's better than the last one was, people no, it, should no, go see it. Doesn't they, mean they will. Right. It's going to be a bigger challenge because if this movie would have made a hundred or hundred fifty million dollars, God, the people in Godzilla would be like, "Oh, well, we've got this covered now because people are wanting this thing." Um, the, yeah. Their best hope. But right Godzilla now. is a known franchise, is a known name, so it you know the bankability on that alone could give it an easily you know an eighty million dollar weekend. Yeah, but see, but the what you're already hurting with is now you're seeing movies like Transformer and Pacific Rim where the story is not that great. Uh, they, it's is it's great to look at, but there are major problems with the story, and that's one thing I was confused by is Guillermo del Toro is usually a great storyteller and uh, this this movie was not not very well done what movie now Otherwise. in terms of story though, Graham, yeah I mean, that's, that's what I thought you were talking about but I was like oh, did I miss something what go ahead Rob oh I was gonna say like in terms, in terms of a movie like this do you really need story to showcase giant robots fighting giant monsters? I mean, I understand that you, you know there's a story and the story should be there. For the story, the... I guess, would be to tie together the different fights, meaning that the story is just there to fill the time between fights. And obviously, the better they can make it, the better the whole movie will be for it. But do people go to a movie like this to, to watch the story or to watch giant robots fight giant monsters? Here's my answer to that. Um... In terms of the appeal of going to see a movie like this, especially for the first time, I agree. I mean, the, the attraction is pretty obvious. You're going to see it first. Yeah. But in terms of story, the way I look at it, a story is still essential to a movie like that just so it can oh, age well. Like, I'm, I mean, the Transformer movies aren't going to age well because their stories were shit. Whereas a movie yeah, like I'm, Pan's I'm, Labyrinth, also by Del Toro, is going to age story. very well because the story was incredible. Yeah. Now, the 13-year-old boy is going to love this movie. It's just it's, yeah, but the thing is, is like the movie's not gonna get uh, the the little girls or the the older women that are waiting for the next Edward Cullen movie. It's, no, they're the just gonna is, see the there, heat. There is no, there's no general franchise for this for audience for this. You're, you're gonna be challenged by that. Yeah, you're, you're gonna get your fanboys going out to see it. You're gonna get the the little kids or the little boys are gonna want to see it and repeat it, see it. But obviously, they're cost of money. Their their parents are just going to wait for the DVD to come out. Uh, don't now, another thing I didn't think of too is: Do you think any repeat airings of Sharknado uh, impacted the, the ticket? <laughs> no, because there were more twits about that yeah, than actual Sharknado. people that watched the movie. Only a million people watched the movie on Sci-Fi, but there were so many people, I guess, blasting it or talking about it as if that was the cool thing to do than actually watching the movie. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that that deflates that theory then, huh? Yeah, this, see, there was so much publicity about it and so much coverage that you actually thought that it was a hit. No, it only it was it made a million people watched it. 
So. Well, yeah, I figured it wasn't a hit, and I knew it wasn't because it was a terrible sci-fi movie, but I just think that maybe repeat viewings may have caused people not to go to the theaters because they're like, oh, man, Sharknado. I could have watched I, I mean, I think it's on Netflix for months now. <laughs> yeah, it will be. Uh, some of the, the the issues that I have with is uh, the character of uh, Mako is this uh, little Asian Japanese girl. Well, not well, she's just Japanese girl who is now on the the Terradome or what the hell they call it, where they they've kept the last of the the Jagers. And she wants to be a pilot, but when you meet her, she's so meek, and she's. I was waiting for her to do the little Japanese laugh, like, hoo, 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 hoo. <laughs> and that's how she. She's always like meek and, and run she, away, like yeah, like that's what, yeah, she, yeah. She looks like she and and talk about one of the soldiers, uh, the the Asian chick. Yeah, it, okay. it's like, and she's supposed to be raised by um, a Jaeger. Uh, uh, no, That'd not a cool. Jaeger, but the 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 pilot uh, Idris uh, Elbra. Who's uh, who was in uh, Pr- Prometheus and stuff like that? Uh, if you're raised by a military guy, you're probably and you're wanting to be, become a military person. You're going to be a little stronger than this little. Meek. Especially if you're raised by Idris Elba. I mean, yeah. off, right off the bat, you're going to be you know eating bullets and and shit and thunder. That's right. Know? I mean, he's a tough ass motherfucker. So yeah, yeah the, the, for her character to be like that, I it was just like unbelievable. And then uh, Charlie Day's character was very, very, very much felt like a J.J. Abrams person with the glasses. It even has tattoos of the the kaiju monsters because he's a big fan of it. Which is kind of <laughs> like if you're getting attacked by these creatures, are you gonna be a big fan of them and put them on your arms and be like putting Osama bin Laden on your arm? And be like he's so cool what he does. So essentially, well, well, yeah. I think it's like the it's like the fourth or fifth like a Godzilla movie where like Godzilla started to fight the monsters as opposed to just destroy Tokyo. Right. Everyone started to cheer for Godzilla. Maybe it was almost kind of like that. It's like, oh man, I love Godzilla, even though he just like step on your home. Like, yeah, go Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> Do it, Godzilla. So basically, what you're saying about Charlie Day is he's the fanboy within the fanboy movie. Exactly. He's the one that everybody wants to live vicariously through. Yes. Okay. And then there's way, those movies tend to there's have way too like many that. of the soldiers in these big Jagers that. At least two or three times, they disobey a direct order. Now, I, I'm sorry if you're if you're in a, a position like that and you disobey a direct order, uh, you're going to be removed from. Uh, of course, from, from from your work, you're you're done. Although, if you're the Jaeger, I mean, I guess I guess the more apt uh, response would be, "What are you going to do about it?" As you're as you're like walking a giant robot. Well, when when you get like, out, you do? when you from duty? no, when you get out, you pull him out and be like, "All right, you're done. You're you're in the bear. You're in the brink. Goodbye, and we're gonna lock you up forever because you, you no, know. no, but, no, but you're missing my point. I know, I know. When you're in it, yeah, who you, you, what are you gonna do? And then and then my my other thing is is there's way too many Mexican wrestling moves for these kaiju. So in essence, it's them throwing them into the ocean a bunch of times, doing backflips. Um, I was like, why are we, what, you know, yeah, there's some great, like, pounding of the fists and stuff like that. But when they're tossing them over their shoulder, I'm like, what's it? It's not hurting these big monsters at all. They're just getting yeah. up and swimming right back towards you. And then the the big thing, and this is a spoiler, in the middle of the movie. You're spoiling. I know. I'm just going to spoil this, but it's not a big deal. They, I'm going to come back in five seconds. Are you? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm listening. They pull out the sword. I was speaking to you about this. They pull out a sword, middle of nowhere, which actually does more damage to these kaiju monsters than most of their weapons, except for the cannon uh, guns. So it's like, why didn't they use this 
during the rest of the fights, they're just like, yeah. ah, I'm going to give them a chance. We they're, need uh, they're a level three. We need a sound effect for the delayed MacGuffin device. Because that's pretty much what that is. No one yeah. knows what. No one even knows that it exists, but it's important. And then they get to a, like a level five creature, and I'm like, how do they? What defines the levels? Because they're like, oh, if it's a level five, we've never seen Maybe one it's before. The size is it the size of them? It have to be. But how do you already define the, their level by when the first time they show up? That's kind of quick, isn't it? You can't just go, oh, oh that. They have a computer program that's analyzed them. That tornado's as big as the one we've ever seen. It's a level six. We've never had a level six. It's a level six. We're making. That's what we're calling it right now. It's yeah. a level six <laughs> on the fly. Yes. Uh, so the thing is, the movie's is great to watch. Just don't expect much out of the story. Uh, there, there's, there is a lot of flaws that go on. Uh, never would have. I'm sure I'll be fine. So, but yeah, if you're gonna, if you, if you want to see it. At least see it in the big screen. Don't don't be stuck seeing it on your forty-seven inch. How's, like, how's the how's the sound design? Is it really good sound? Really oh good yeah, audio? yeah, yeah. That's it's 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 very very good. It's well done. And I, you know, one thing also is the the, the colors are just great, especially uh, Hong Kong and everything else. But that is one thing that bothered me. All right, if your city has been attacked multiple multiple years, uh, you're gonna move from your city, aren't you? No, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of these kaiju. I'm going to stay there. I know it was like it was like the first battle. I'm assuming they're saying is 2013 because by 2020 they said that it had been going on for seven years, and then five years later is in essence where the main story is going. That's you know a long time for people to stay living in these cities when they're being attacked at least once a year, if not quicker than that. And they're overpopulated still. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And then they're like, they even have, they even know that they're attacked, so they have these fallout shelters to protect them when the kaiju come. Well, hey, Tokyo was still was still unhappy every time Godzilla came by to. That's true. You know, Just, take a quick walk well, that's the an block. island. They may have a harder time. Nobody, people are like, oh, we're not going to take you because you got that big monster that shows up. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So I would say yeah. go see Pacific Rim. Don't expect much out of it. But if anything, like I've said on Facebook this week, do not put money into Adam Sandler's pocket and help stop these oh, well, bad movies from you can being not, bad. I mean, you don't have to do that anyway. If you're not like, no, I don't want to go to the movies, don't fucking go see Adam Sandler. <laughs> so what you're saying is they're making the third movie, right? Of Grown Ups 3? Probably. Oh, yeah, probably. They'll, they'll, they'll keep coming back to that franchise. All right, guys, we come back. Alan Moore may not be happy, but the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is going to get their own television series. Holy crap. Arrested Development may get season five on Netflix. And the U.S. government has come out and said pro video gamers are now athletes. All this and more when we return on the Fracking Nerds. Attention nerds everywhere, this is L Rock. Along with Rob Longo from Fracking Nerds. We want all of our fans interacting with us live on the show, and the best way to do that is to hit us up on Facebook. Navigate to Facebook.com slash Frackin' Nerds. Like us, and let us know what you think about the topics on the show. We bat around everything important to the modern day nerd, including comics, movies, video games, and so much more. Fanboy arguments are always welcome to anyone, so get involved. Tune in to Frackin' Nerds. And find out for yourselves why we don't have girlfriends. Hey, wait a minute. Did you hook up with someone, Elrock? No. All right, then.
If you love campy old school movies or the freshest indie horrors, then you absolutely need to head down to the Louisville Gore Club every Sunday night at Sodden Vines Cafe at the corner of Breckenridge and Vine in Louisville. LGC has a great mix of both incredibly good and sometimes incredibly bad movies, from sci-fis to horror, and the atmosphere makes it all worthwhile. Live bands, wacky sideshow acts, and sometimes blood-wrestling hotties give you something different every week. So head down to Louisville Gore Club every Sunday and get your cinematic fix. Or check them out on Facebook at the Louisville Gore Club. All right, welcome back to the Fracking Nerds. Game of, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Alan Moore and Kevin O'Neill's classic graphic novel, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, is set to get a pilot episode at Fox for a possible news series. Man, yeah, you're, I think you're right. Moore must be just fucking rolling in his fucking cash he, right he now. Hates, so happy. He hates everything. Oh, no, so. he hates media. I get it. If it's not written well, word, he despises media. Would you blame him? I think they made like a dance, like a, like a shitty, like, step, like, what was it, like the? I can't think of the shitty movie dance dance series. Didn't they make one similar like that with League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Wasn't it called like LXG or some shit? Oh, like the sequel? yeah. It like a good, oh, like, yeah, they dance did. Movie. But I, I, I think they they took kind of the name, but they it wasn't. They didn't have like uh, uh, Mark Twain, you know, doing break dancing or anything like that. No, but I mean, but you see my, I mean, I'm, I think you see my point to where, like, I'd hate, I'd hate Hollywood too if they took my works and basically made like shitty derivative works out of it. Well, yes. The Hollywood Reporter is reporting the series will be a drama about a group of Victorian age literary characters, including Captain Nemo, the Invisible Man, Doctor Jekyll, and Mister Hyde, team up to fight a common enemy. No, Dorian Gray. Oh, uh, well, he could come back, but he was Quartermain? he was a quarterman no, in the Navy, which, you know, the movie was so great. It caused uh, uh, Sean Connery to stop acting for the rest of his life. Yeah, he retired. Yeah. God, that was his last yes. movie, wasn't it? Michael Green will serve as a writer. He also worked on Green Lantern, Kings, Bleh. The River, Heroes and Smallville. Wait, wait, wait. What was Kings? Can someone remind me what that was? Like, I'm brain dead on Wasn't that right Kings, now. Kings like the mob show they had on NBC or something like that. Uh, possibly. I think so. I'm not familiar with the river either, but I mean, like for heroes in Smallville, I'll give him a pass. But man, Green Lantern. Ugh. So Depends it, on what season of Smallville yeah, he wrote for. But also, what that too? What season of Heroes he wrote for? Yeah, that's true too. Because <laughs> if, if he helped out right like the first part of season one, yeah, he's good. But if he wrote anything for season two, no, that's that was horrible. Yeah, season two was shit. Hey, love love story, and no one cares. <laughs> hey, so I was a good guy, and really, no one cares. I, I would I like the idea of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, though the movie was done horribly. So I'm yeah, hoping that maybe Fox and this may be a good FX series to come to. Not don't put it on regular broadcast Fox. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, they made Jekyll turn it like and Hyde be like you know Banner and the Hulk. Yes, like, I don't really think that's what how big Hyde was. <laughs> no, no, and yeah. How 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 would you take a uh, some kind of antidote or? or whatever and it causes your body to become large the mass become larger than it really yeah. was and then become smaller there's no way no Uh-oh. you have to be exposed to gamma radiation for that okay so arrest development 
uh, Arrested Development did so well that Netflix is now in talks with uh, Brian Grazier, who is Imagine TV's producer of the show, to bring back for a fifth season. I w- I'm very excited. Now, they there was talks that the, hmm. the, the biggest challenge with uh, Arrested Development was trying to get everybody uh, available for the shoots, and that's why the show, of the fourth season, is so very limited on how often people are, are seen on screen with each other. Which, though, I think they all enjoy Uh-oh. doing it. And uh, no, oh look, he's got his little hammock thing. We're looking at the rat that we found last week in the middle of the podcast that I yelled at yeah. Elrock to go and grab, and he thought he was like some random rat coming out of the house. I mean, I didn't know what was going on. You're like, hey, go get it. I'm like, uh, do we know it's not dirty? Because I have not touched this. He is not dirty. No, he's not really a rat per se. I mean, it's it no. looks more like a mouse. Like when I think rats, Wait, I think like black and filthy. No, and we stuff. have a rat. They, they found a, a couple weeks ago. They found a rat in the back. He is he's a dumble eared rat. He's obviously a uh, pet store rat. And moss so is did, like so stalking did, did, it right did you now. Find more turtles it's kind of funny. No, we didn't find any turtles with him. So ah. um, he doesn't know any kind of karate or anything like that. And there's <laughs> nobody has seeked vengeance on him since he's moved here either. Does that mean moss is old hob? <laughs> oh wait, you haven't read the comics yet. No, Fuck. I haven't read the comics. I've read Hobbs a great character. I've read uh I've read a certain amount, but then I'm getting tired of Eastman's heavy metal style of, of design and it's taken me out of it. I like the like original fifteen books and then the the further they get more into just random alien humanoid races I just don't care about so I'm having problems with that see I kind of like the second arc in that way I mean it was the whole thing on Dimension X where they had to fight the Krang army alongside the neutrinos no, that was fine, they made but, the but neutrinos come off like badasses which I didn't even think was possible I, I got to the point where I'm reading an episode uh, com- the comic about like the, these rat fink in essence characters that are driving these vehicles and they steal Casey's car and Casey freaks out so they have to go hunt down these rat fink you know the rat fink designs and whatever that you see you know the big i feel like i should know what this is and yet i'm drawing a blank like i've read all of it and i don't even remember this uh well i'll show you what the only people i remember casey interacting with is the purple dragons and the purple dragons are always a thing no this was like uh like a one shot i think yeah these kind of design guys Uh, oh that i haven't even seen made a homage to the rat fake guys who were driving these weird vehicles and they see casey's car and they steal his car and so they have to go hunt it down and then casey starts turning into one of these creatures and i was like i'm getting well i can tell you this much it's up through issue 23 now the main series and nothing like that has happened to casey in terms of like the actual story if it was a one shot then it was a one shot not one i haven't read i've read most of the one shots but i stopped after like fugitoid I think it was the last one I saw. Our U.S. government has come out and said pro video gamers are now athletes. So if you're looking to get hmm. your visa, like <laughs> professional athletes can in other countries, and come over to the United States, you can. This has been a long lobbying effort by Riot Games, the makers of esports sta- staple League of Legends. See, here's what I don't get. And this is, I actually want to get some opinions on this. What is it that defines an athlete? Can someone tell me that? Like, I don't you, know if I have an exact definition. And something. Yeah, but are you a are you, you can, an athlete? You can be a physical so skill, like you have to like be able to physically accomplish something. I was gonna say you can be you can be talented and skilled at hacking computers. That doesn't make you an athlete. Probably makes you a felon, but it doesn't make you an athlete. Well, there is some skill with with playing games. You know, the hand-eye coordination. There's you know quick responses. You know, things like that are all 
things that you'd find in an athlete. It's just that they're not doing it with their with the physic you know the physicality of their whole body. They're doing it with you know their just their brains, hands, and eyes. And is it any further away from NASCAR driving? In a way, but I don't consider them athletes either. I know it's like a, a, a spectator sport. Are, are literally in a, in a tense position for the entirety of it, the. It is oh, an, that I'll agree with. It is with. an endurance factor. They're putting that they the, have to. They're also putting their that. life on the line every time they go out on the track. So yeah. yeah, I'll agree there. Well, if you're Korean, you're putting your life on the line. How often <laughs> you going to your gaming session? Jumping onto StarCraft. You go, you go in for four or five days. Could be there for days yeah. without <laughs> food or water. <laughs> so yeah, they're putting their life in danger. I don't know, though. Like, okay, here's my thing. I enjoy my competitive gaming community as much as the next guy. Heck, I'm part of the Louisville fighting game community, and a fairly big part, I'd like to admit. But um, I don't see athletics being a thing here. Hand-eye coordination, I agree with. That's definitely a thing. Physical response, or just response time, that's also a thing. But with athletics, I just don't see it. I always think there's, like, a certain amount of, you know, physicality and movement involved with athletics, whether you're sprinting, playing football. You know, stuff like that. It's well, that. That's how I see athletes. I don't necessarily agree. I mean, if, that'd be like saying that poker players are athletes well, because actually, that shit was featured on ESPN, ESPN for how many years? Actually, want to make poker a game in the Olympics? Wow! Oh, get out of here with that. Yeah. That's Poker's pretty stupid. Poker is a game of skill and deception. <laughs> hey, but is that any? But how part? How bad is that compared to the ribbon people that run around with their ribbons and flow, flip them around and stuff like that? That's an Olympic sport. Or ice skating. No, ice skating is... That's, that's deception, right? No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> it is deceptive. <laughs> There's no way he did that. I cry bullshit. <laughs> Judge, put your 9.5 down. Bullshit. I say bullshit. I don't know. Like, judges, they started actually hitting each other. Yeah, I know, right? And, I mean... And, and, and I'm sorry, but John Daly in golf, is it looks about the same as any average gamer does. So, is it that far away? Oh, man, you had to yeah, bring golf into this. from, you know, a, a race, a species that wants to take, you know, Greco-Roman wrestling and pull it from the Olympics. Oh, I know, yeah. It's, it's something that was originally based... In the Olympics is now how how, how is that not a sport? But they want to make video gaming a sport. Publicity, show that they're with it. I guess. Oh, so we know our that, audience but, now. But they're also but the Olympic Committee is pulling Greco-Roman wrestling. Though I mean, I don't understand. I think I, I have an issue with it just because it seems it, it it seems like they're trying to go with the times, but it also seems like they're trying to buy into a fad. Poker is barely a thing anymore, and I think a lot of it has to do with overexposure. Yes, a lot of people still play it. But it doesn't get as much exposure on ESPN that it did say, like in the mid two thousands, like two thousand five, two thousand six. Poker was just blown the hell up. Like everybody was watching poker. These days, I don't see as much coverage of it. Whereas video games are now getting very, very popular. I mean, hell, look at Twitch. Twitch alone, as a concept, proves that video games have just like reached another level of just you know public awareness. You know, anybody can watch anybody play anything because of Twitch or even YouTube. I remember Twitch when it was still Justin TV. Yeah. Oh, is that, that what too. that is now? Yeah. Oh, I, okay. still, I, I still watch it just as Twitch. Hell, but it, it brought up a great time because this weekend was Evo, you know, the biggest fighting game tournament of the year, which I've been streaming all weekend. And now it's like, hey, they're going to be athletes. I'm like, I don't see it. <laughs> I know they have commentators. I know they have scheduled events that are sanctioned and they have rules and shit, but I don't see it. It doesn't click. It really doesn't. I love watching now, as much as anybody, but, the, but they, they come off the, as athletics. The criteria, yeah. Do they get paid forty million dollars a year? It's all. It depends. Um, I mean, they do get paid, but it's because of, but it's by well, sponsors. Most of the Olympic sports don't get paid 
$40 million Yeah, that's either. that's for exposure. That's for them just trying to accomplish something. Well, speaking of sports, video game, and athletes, Aaron Hernandez, who is now accused murderer of the f- former New England Patriot tight end, uh, he is being removed from Madden 25 and NCAA 14. Players that happen to unlock Hernandez's ultimate team card in NCAA 14 by getting a gold medal in the game's shovel option drill in the skills trainer mode. We'll see the card turn oh, that into man. current Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Alex Smith. Tell me that's a pun. What? The shovel option drill? No, that's After not. he's accused murderer? I don't know. It's Tell not. me that's a pun. No. Oh, my God. Uh, the f- future title update that's will, amazing. Re- will remove Hernandez from the game entirely EA Sports statement read. <sighs> Was he going to be on the cover of either game? No, no. Okay, no, so no. the Madden curse does not live on in that no, case. No. Okay. Well, he was that would have been a doozy. That would have been a pretty good one. Uh, they said that we made a decision to remove Aaron Hernandez from Madden NFL 25 and NCAA Football 14 because NCAA 14 was mm. finalized prior to our decision. Hernandez's image still appears in the Nike Skills Trainer. However, he's not in the game, and anyone who unlocks a particular Nike Skill Trainer reward will receive Alex Smith Ultimate Team Player item instead. The image of Hernandez will be removed via a title update in the near future. So, yeah, you, uh, don't update if you want to keep... What about uh, last year's Madden? Are they going to remove him from last year's Madden? Nope. nope. We'll see. I've got a problem with that. No, I you're going to erase him. Erase him completely. I could still play Crispin Wall on my uh, No Mercy game. So. <laughs> no, I don't think he was in the No Come Mercy on, game. Come on. No, he was. That was the only N64 game he was on. No, that's not correct. He was on the two WCW games. I forgot about that. Yeah. He was no, that was the only WWE game it was on. So, yeah. But still at the time no one knew he was going to do what he did. Well, well that was 7 years previous. Yeah, who would have known that? We know you're going to sure kill your family and yourself. No. <laughs> so, and also this comes on the same time that uh you could have turned in your Aaron Hernandez jersey at a new uh New England Patriots official team sports store and got any jersey you want um to replace it. So, yeah. Yay, athletes who are murderers. Yes. No, he's not guilty, but there's so much evidence against him that he's been connected with now with, like, three other murders. They don't want the publicity of him actually being a part of what they're trying to promote, so I can understand that. It's like what WWE has released, released, (laughs) erased all of their history of Benoit. They don't want to be associated with that. Too much backlash. Mm. No, not the guy. They'll unrelease it in a few. Uh, unrelease it in a few years, though. Yeah, when they're like, "Oh, time has passed." Remember this guy, Kristen Moore. All right. Well, that brings <laughs> the show to an end. Robbie, what did you learn this week? <clears throat> I don't want to. That, I, wanted, uh, oh, I could. You, you, you saw Pacific Rim, and then I didn't. Yes. Okay. That's what you learned. <laughs> yes, that is what I learned. <laughs> El Rock, what you learn? I got I learned I need to go brush up on my movies that have bad endings. Because I have a lot of them. I just have to remember the names now. I do, I do too. I, well, I need to go find, yeah, movies that had bad endings. Well, that'll be a discussion point for next week's show. Now, uh, now, do they have to be good movies that have terrible endings? Or do you have to be movies that have terrible endings? Movies no. that you enjoyed that movies had bad enjoyed endings. Movies you enjoyed until the very end where you're just like, ah, really? Where That's it more or less end? ruined it for you. Yeah. Like, I've seen some movies that definitely ruined it for you to the point where I would never see them again. Including one I saw last month for the first time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go into that now. Wait till next week. All right. Superman? What? Superman? No, no. That movie, that ending was fine. Okay. Well, no, you can bring that up. 
So that's that's stuff the stuff we can talk about. Sure, sure. All right, and I learned that uh, El Rock watched uh, the. Uh, online streaming fighting games all week. Yay. Weekend. 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 Hey, it happens once a year. Don't judge. <laughs> I'm a nerd, too. Fuck you. All right. For Robbie Longo, <laughs> Swade, who's wrestling, and L Rock, this is Doc Martin saying have a frackin' good week. Peace. <laughs>